we go. All right, and welcome to the first episode of the You Dad Me at Hello podcast. Uh, this is our show about two dads and their opinions on film, TV, music, and wrestling. You didn't ask for it, but here we are anyways. Uh, joined uh, by uh, Andy as well. Uh, Andy, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? My name is Andy. That's all you need to know. <laughs> now, uh, also a, a father, um, avid wrestling fan, avid music fan. I mean, early 90s, which I think we're going to be discussing a lot probably on this podcast. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited to kick it off for all five fans that are listening. <laughs> I think you're you're being a little nice right now because I think we're the only two listening. But um, yeah, so we've known each other since the 80s, uh, lived through the 90s uh, together and on. Uh, so we have a lot of the same interests, uh, but at the same time, we're completely different as well, I think, when it comes to music and movies and all of that deal. You've lived through all of my, this is the best movie, whatever, um, mm-hmm. and it's always a movie you hate. So it yes. should be interesting. Um, and I gather that's the same thing with wrestling, considering I'm still watching WWE and you've moved on. Yeah. And, you know, we watch different eras, too. You know, you were, um, you know, big into the 90s, the Attitude Era. That was kind of where I faded out. Um, and then I started kind of watching the indie stuff, you know, early 2000s. And that's kind of when you kind of faded a little bit out of wrestling before kind of picking it up in the later you know, 2000s. And then... So I think, I think when one of us gets serious about it, the other one is kind of like, eh, I'm on my way out, <laughs> and we kind of trade back and forth. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, each other's opinions on some of these these little tournaments that we have going on. So, yeah, um, for everybody who's joining us, uh, we are going to be doing tournament style. Uh, brackets where we'll go through and and decide who is the best in certain areas, whether that be in wrestling or movies or music, uh, TV. Uh, I know we have some TV shows of the 90s coming up on a future episode. Today, we are talking about top women's wrestlers of 2000 and beyond. Um, And so um, we chose 2000 and beyond because we just felt like the 90s and prior got a pretty bad rap for wrestling. And we wanted to talk today uh, more about the wrestling side of things. We'll still incorporate um, their character and, and the impact that they had. So even if they're not maybe the greatest wrestler, but they've had such an impact on the on the business, or uh, maybe they're just a really, really great wrestler but have no personality, uh, they might appear on the list. Um, so we're starting off the brackets with 64 uh, wrestlers. We'll cut that down to 32 pretty quickly, um, and we'll go through. Um, as we decide, if we do not agree uh, on a bracket, we will um, add a third vote in uh, to be able to uh, pass them along. And where's that third vote coming from? That third vote will come from Mr. Randy Miser. He is uh, our third person. Um, mm. It is <laughs> it's just a random that's, answer. That's dad joke number one. Let's keep a tally. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, before we start again, how was your wife uh, in response to you starting a podcast uh, called um what it is you dad me at hello she said that's cute yeah and i moved on to uh whatever else she was doing and i just sunk my head low and walked into the kitchen and ate some candy or something mine literally told me she would not be listening to our podcast um (laughs) i did tell her that i was forcing her as husband to at least one uh but it won't be this one more likely yeah no let's let's 
let's get this crafted. Uh. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start off again the first round of the top women's wrestlers of 2002 present. So number one, we have Zaya Brookside versus Liv Morgan. Your vote or your thoughts? Well, I this was like a tough one right off the beginning because, you know, I think it's two totally different wrestlers, but, you know, Zaya Brookside's more of that technical aspect where Liv Morgan, you know, she's she's more of a character. Um, you know, she can still go, but uh, maybe a little bit more inexperienced, which is weird because Zaya Brookside's so young, but she has way more experience. And I feel like Zaya would, would take this round. I, I just feel like she's more complete inside inside the ring. I agree. For me, I think both of them are uh, the best of of the middle ground. Uh, they're not the best wrestlers yet, and they're not the best personalities yet, but I want both of them to succeed more than they are currently. Um, yes. I will match up and, and say Zaya Brookside as well. Moving on, we have uh, Hik- Hikaru Shida uh, versus Ali. Uh, it looks like both AEW people. I thought you were going to pull a JR there and just completely <laughs> murder that one. <laughs> Um, Hickaroo. How do you think about that Hickaroo? <laughs> I'm going to give it to, to Sheeta here. Um, unfortunately, I feel like I missed out on Allie's impact run where I think she really shined. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it to Sheeta. You know, I, I think I'm going to go with that too, only because Sheeta is far, uh, a far better wrestler, um, from what I've seen in AEW at least. Um, Allie, again, more of a character in my opinion, and not even a very good one currently yet. Um, but I think she is good. It's just AEW hasn't used her, um, properly. Yeah. From what I hear, her, her run up and impact was really good from a character standpoint. And, um, you know, unfortunately I just, I just didn't see that, but yeah, Sheeta. Yeah. Cool. All right. Moving on to the next, we have, uh, Mickey James, uh, versus Thunder Rosa. Man, all right. Mickey James is just career-wise probably one of the pioneers of current wrestlers. I mean, um, when she came back and she faced uh, Asuka, you know, in that the NXT match, uh, she was like, "Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm <laughs> you know, yeah. um, like don't forget about me." And then Thunder Rosa, I haven't really seen too much, but that match that she had on AEW's last pay-per-view was fantastic and I can I can see the hype. Um so just based off of, I, I'm going to I'm going to give it to Mickey James on this one just from a, a career standpoint. Yeah, Mickey James versus Thunder Rosa seems kind of unfair probably to Thunder Rosa. <laughs> not, I mean, not a good Mickey James now. has been around since 1999. Um you know, so she's been doing it for a long time. Um, I, she came in to the WWE in 2003-ish, and I stopped watching wrestling probably right after that, so I didn't see any of her period of, of WWE. Um, she then went to TNA for a little while um, and then finally returned to WWE only four years ago, and that's when I've seen her is from four years ago on. Um, and obviously she's good. Never did it for me, but I would feel not so good about choosing Thunder over Mickey uh, for just the fact that she's been around for so long and has been doing it so i agree mickey next one is actually two nxt uh people we have tegan knox versus uh Zia Lee. um i think Zia Lee has tons of potential and every time i see her she just gets better uh i still don't know if she's put it all 
together yet, especially from like a character standpoint. I got to give the Tegan Knox. I mean, she can just go. She's just fantastic to watch. Yeah. Um, again, I think both of them haven't had the most amazing storylines in NXT. Um, you know, Tegan's only been there since what two years ago, three years ago or so. I think she was in the Mae Young Classic. Um, yeah, is where I, I saw her for all that time. Oh yeah, yeah, and and then so actually that was something NXT did very well was playing off of her injury because it definitely yeah. made you want to see her more. Dakota Kai is one of my other favorites, so the two of them uh, feuding. I wish their feud was better than it was, um, but um, I'll agree. Tegan Knox over Zaylee. The uh, next one is a is a is a tough one uh, or or an odd one. Uh, Lita uh, versus Ronda Rousey. I did not want to like Ronda Rousey when she came in. Um, but she thoroughly impressed me in her short run, uh, just how quickly she was able to to get it. I think in the beginning, you know, like her promos and stuff were kind of rough, but then she just like just got into this run and stuff with Becky. Um, but I'm gonna give it to Lita on this one again. Another pioneer, uh, someone who kind of revolutionized the women's. Uh, division before you know they went to the revolution um and she was just you know she was mixing in with the guys she was doing all like moonsaults hurricane rana stuff that people had never seen uh really from a woman's wrestler at that point so uh, i'm going with lita on this one yeah lita lita was around uh for six years 2000 uh she was paired with sa rios uh on shock on saturday night and that's where i remember seeing her for the first time luckily she moved on to team extreme after that um and then (laughs) i didn't see i didn't see the edge heel manager thing um but i've obviously seen clips uh, of that um to me has one of the ugliest moonsaults i've ever seen in my life but still interesting enough um (laughs) it always looked like she was going to kill somebody Um, and then but when she returned at evolution um in 2018 with trish um even though it was against alicia and mickey james not what i thought it was going to be um did a great job she was women's champion like four times hall of fame 2014 so uh lita lita for sure i I think if we had chosen now ronda rousey don't get me wrong ronda rousey if she never comes back will still be up there with with some of the best for the short time she was here but yeah uh next one becky lynch versus amazing kong Man, this is a tough first round one because Amazing Kong or well, Awesome Kong, she went by both, tore it up in TNA. She was doing that when she first came to WWE and then got cut short because of uh, whatever personal kind of stuff that she had going on. Um, and like from Japan, like she did, she's just crazy. But uh, Becky Lynch, all the way, just. <laughs> no no product placement here um yeah becky lynch i mean hands hands down yeah becky lynch for for the man um uh catchphrase alone um i think that might go down as the best um women's uh storyline uh probably of she all was time the hottest for me. thing in wrestling yeah man or woman mm-hmm. yep and it was, it was uh a becky lynch show and when she comes back, you know, if she does uh, a year, two years from now, it'll be probably the biggest pop we've heard in a long yeah, time. for sure. So, uh, yeah, so I agree. Um, Becky Lynch. Luckily, so far, you and I have, have generally agreed with these, so. Yeah. 
I think it'll get harder as we get we get further down. Uh, moving yeah. on, we got Molly Holly versus <laughs> Molly Holly versus Charlotte. This seems unfair. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna go with Charlotte. Um, I like Molly Holly a lot against someone who was doing things that the women wrestlers weren't doing at that point when she was there. I feel like if she had, um, say, been around now with the with the crop of wrestlers, like this would be a, might be a different story. Um, but as much as they shove her in our face, you know, Charlotte, she can she can go. <laughs> so I'm going Charlotte. For sure. I, I think Charlotte will probably go down as one of, you know, the best wrestlers of all time, probably. Um, even though, again, I like you said, I don't – she's not one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, but to to knock, you know, what she's done in the industry is probably not smart. Uh, Molly yeah. Holly did great things too, um, but probably not near near the level. Yeah. Uh, next we have Asuka versus Mia Yim. Are we are – we disregarding retribution uh <laughs> i think everyone's disregarding yeah, retribution. Think, <laughs> um even without that I, I gotta give this one to asuka um i think mia yim on the independent scene is a different story um i mean she was tearing up and beyond wrestling and stuff but asuka i mean that that undefeated streak in nxt um like you believe like anybody who stepped into the ring against her had had no no shot so um i'm going with asuka yeah it's tough um asuka for me one of the better wrestlers you know that i've seen has the longest undefeated streak um i think in wwe history uh 914 days um uh, but her not speaking english very well has hurt her i think on the main roster it didn't hurt her in nxt um because i feel like nothing hurts you in nxt but in WWE uh, on Raw and SmackDown, I think it's hurt her a little bit. Um, but same thing, Mia Yim. I've never been a fan of her character. I, I just it's not the, the the style of character I like. So I'll go with Oscar as well. Uh, next, uh, Shayna Baszler and Ruby Riot. Yeah, this just, is for everybody. This is the first time we're seeing these brackets. So that's true. That's true. Um, I'm just I, gonna throw it out there. Shayna Baszler for me. No, no, no words. Yeah, if I had to close my eyes, I'm I'm going with Shayna. Um, I think Ruby's. Man, they they really messed her up. Like mm-hmm. she she could have done so much more. Um, but yeah, going with Shayna, she's just badass. <laughs> uh, next one is Britt Baker versus Mercedes Martinez. Again, retribution. Uh, really, really putting a wrench in this. Uh, are we only counting their careers in a major promotion? No, I think you could talk about pretty much anything. All right. I'm going to give it to Mercedes Martinez because, again, she's earned it. She's she's someone who just worked, worked her way up for, for so long. I mean, anytime I went to, like, a New England independent show, it was her. You know, she was her against whoever else. Uh, sometimes it was Mercedes KV, a.k.a. Sasha Banks, or, or somebody like that. But I think Britt Baker's got a lot of potential. Um I feel like she's, you know, obviously she's hurt, but her she's very character driven and she's doing a really good job at it. Um, but I feel like Mercedes probably got uh, more of the whole package. 
Yeah, so I don't know Mercedes Martinez at all other than the Mae Young Classic, but it was a really good showing at the Mae Young Classic uh, in 2017. I thought she did really, really good. So, But still, Mercedes Martinez so moves on. Uh, next one is an odd one, Rio and Ivory. Um, uh, you know, I'm not really a big fan of Rio. Uh, I tried it. I tried to be, but the one thing that kind of like she's she's a smaller wrestler, um, and you can you can tell in the ring. And what I mean by that is like her strikes are kind of soft. Um, so I'd like to see a little bit more hard hitting um, from her. I feel like Ivory. She played her characters really well, and again, I think like the stuff that she did on Tough Enough, like um, she's somebody you, you just put in the ring with anybody, and she'll she'll put on something good. Like she carried probably a lot of the, the women's wrestlers at that time. So uh, I'm going with Ivory. Yeah, it's hard to again put up someone who's been around since 1986 against uh, Riho, who's who's wasn't born then probably um and then for ivory to come back what two years ago three years ago and do some stuff at wwe and still have it um i think rio's got a lot of potential like yeah for sure she's still so young i think they did a her disservice by by putting the AEW title on her so early um ivory i mean right to censor alone is hilarious stuff that was one of my favorite groups. Everybody doesn't like that. Like, I, I love that group. I mean, I thought they were good. I mean, they yeah. had what Stevie Richards was in that, right? And yeah. uh, was it Val Venus and the got the Good Father? The Good Father, Bull Buchanan. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was was Bull Buchanan a part of the Army Group too? The Truth Commission. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Kurgan, who I just saw in a movie recently, and I don't remember what movie it is, but he was in it. Um, next up, we have uh, this is. Uh, not a tough one, but Tony Storm versus Sonya Deville. I like them both. Um, I think I think they're both great, but I'm gonna go with Tony Storm just from match quality standpoint. Um, I just like like her style. She has a lot of emotion. Um, she's been around the world and proven everywhere she goes, she can she can hang. So I'm going with Tony. Yeah. Uh, no no question for me. Uh, I like Sonya Deville, um, but Tony Storm is probably one of my favorites of the last couple of years, seeing her on the Mae Young Classic, watching NXT UK. Um, amazing, amazing superstar. Um, so, yeah, Tony Storm. Next one I think might be a little unfair as well. Uh, we got Penelope Ford versus Paige. Uh, Paige. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, man, she, she was really good. Uh, again, somebody so young who just had a lot of talent, and uh, yeah, it's too bad her, her career ended when it did. Yeah, Paige for me as well. Uh, Unless The Rock makes a movie about Penelope Ford, um, I think Paige will always have it. Uh, Next, Jazz versus Alicia Fox. That is, that's a tough one. Um, You know what? I'm I'm going with Alicia Fox on this. She has one of the best Tilt the World backbreakers I've ever seen from anybody. Anytime she did it, it was so crisp. Like I looked forward to like one of her matches just to see her do a tilt the world backbreaker because I love the tilt the world backbreaker. Like whenever I watched Lucha Libre, they would do it ten thousand times, and every time they did it, I was like, yes. And when she does it, it look looks like she breaks the person's back. Um, yeah, and she's just so athletic. Um, and, I mean, Jazz was 
is, is great too, but I'm going, I got to go with Alicia. Uh, I'll go with Alicia on this one too, just because I don't know a lot about Jazz. Um, Alicia Fox has been around for quite Jazz a while. Jazz is still going. Is she? She's, is Alicia I Fox think, not? Uh, I think she's taking a little sabbatical oh, right okay. now. Uh, yeah, last time she was on TV was 2019. So yeah, she she quietly left. I think she's got some personal stuff going on. So um, she's made me laugh a, a couple of times in her backstage stuff. Um, oh, character is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, granted, her in her in ring personality annoys me. Um, I think she's she's very loud uh, and obnoxious. But um, but obviously Alicia over Jazz for me. Okay. Next one, two old school, Jacqueline and Michelle McCool. Damn. Uh, Miss Jackie's been around forever. And she, again, somebody who could just, she could just go and beat the living crap out of people. And it was awesome. Um, but I'm going to give it to Michelle McCool because I always say that, like, she, at the time period she was in, it was kind of still that over sexualized kind of time frame. And she was legitimate, you know. Um, you know, she started off in kind of that same kind of thing, but then she was like, "No, I can wrestle," and she went out there and proved it. Um, and she's still coming around, you know, every once in a while and, and going, and <laughs> doesn't look half bad uh, from from a wrestling standpoint. So I'm going, with Michelle. Um, I, I know Jacqueline more than I know Michelle McCool. I actually did not watch wrestling while Michelle McCool was around, but. Um, I followed a little bit of what she's done and, uh, her returns to WWE have always been good. Uh, she doesn't look like she doesn't belong there. Um, she's been at two Man, times. What you is miss it? Lake. You miss Lake Cool. Lake Cool was, they were pretty, they were pretty, uh, yeah. <laughs> funny. Yeah. I've seen it. I, I've seen the pieces of it, but definitely needed to, needed to get deeper into that time period. I'll go with Michelle McCool as well. Okay. Man, no disagreements here. <laughs> next one dakota kai kylie ray oh, i'm already no. gonna say it dakota kai uh one of my favorite wrestlers and i think kylie ray is uh is just a budget uh bailey no i don't think so <laughs> um all right i'm going to i'm going to agree with you because on on the bigger stage dakota kai has has done more but I think gives Kylie a little bit more time, and she will too. I think if she would have stuck in AEW, we might be having a different discussion. But Kylie Ray tears it up on the indies, and I, I feel like her best matches are intergender matches. Um, you know, she's her and Orange Cassidy had a had a great match. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on Dakota. I, I don't have any qualms. I wish I'd have to vote her out in the first round. Then. Yeah, yeah. Granted, she is a big name. I thought she would have made it further, but um, Dakota Kai for me, by far, one of the one of the better wrestlers that NXT has. Um, like you said, I think if Kylie Ray had stayed with AEW, it might be better. She went to uh, the land where women wrestlers die uh, at Impact Wrestling, and uh, personal opinion. Um, uh, next, Naomi and Diana Perazzo. I feel like if we're if this was a conversation, maybe in two years from now, I'd go with Diana. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Naomi, um, just from what she's she's done. Super athletic. I mean, has so much crowd support when she comes out there. Like, it doesn't matter if she's been on TV last week or hasn't been on TV in two years. She comes out there, that crowd pops for her. 
Um, and she's just uh, such a lovable character. Um, so I'm going with Naomi. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Naomi as well. Uh, I want to like her more. I think she's very good. She holds herself uh, really well. But Naomi, been around a, a decent amount of time, has a lot of experience, um, you know, has good matches all the time. So uh, next up, we have Tennille Dashwood versus Nikki Cross. This one's a tough one for me. Me too. Me too. Um, what's your thoughts? I'm thinking here. I, I'm going to just... I'm just going to shoot it and just say Tennille Dashwood for me. Um, it's one of those things. I saw her live with you, actually, um, over in Connecticut. Um, uh, Nikki Cross is great. Probably one of the better characters um, that I've seen in the WWE in a long time. Uh, I really like what she's doing with um, Alexa Bliss on the uh, with their tag team. I think they're, they're super good. She's way better as a nice person than she was um, as the heel before. Um, but Tennille Dashwood, for some reason, whenever she shows up somewhere, I'm super excited about it. Um, even though she hasn't done much, I feel like she never stays anywhere long enough to do anything. Um, but every time she shows up, I'm ha- I'm excited about it. I'm going to, I'm going to disagree here and go with Nikki mm-hmm. Cross. So I was on the fence. I feel like Tennille in the ring is probably better than Nikki Cross, and Nikki Cross is probably a better character. Whether she was insanity or the stuff she's doing with Alexa Bliss now, she draws attention to her, and she. Whereas Tennille kind of, um, maybe didn't have those opportunities to really shine in a character standpoint. Uh, so I'm going. I I'm going with Nikki here. So I think we gotta gotta go to the tiebreaker. All right, Randy, how do you feel? It looks like Randy is choosing Nikki Cross. So Nikki I Cross mean, advances. And I'm not, ex- I'm not upset about it. Not upset about it. I do like Nikki Cross uh, a lot. So that's good for me. Uh, just a couple things to remind people as you're listening to us. We are uh, working our way through the first round of top female wrestlers of 2000 to present. Uh, this is opinions only. Um, in, in, and this is our first episode. We haven't done... Uh, a lot of research into this, so this is just us off the cuff as much as we can. As we we get better at doing these podcasts, we will uh, probably put a little bit more effort into it. Uh, but if you if you disagree with us, you can hit us up on Facebook. We are at uh, facebook.com/slash yourdadmeathello. Um, so you can reach us there. Uh, feel free to leave a comment, like us, subscribe, hit that like button, do whatever you need to do. Um, because if you hate everything we're saying, we want to hear about it. And uh, if you like everything we're saying, we want to hear about it too. So. Uh, feel free to do that. I don't want any hate. There's enough of that on Facebook. Uh, next up, we got Gail Kim versus Natalia. This is another tough one. I mean, both of these these ladies have been around for a long time, and both of them uh, are fantastic in the ring. You know, I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Gail Kim here. I've always just enjoyed watching her uh, on the screen. And I feel like sometimes uh, there's been matches with Natalia where I'm kind of like, eh, I don't, I'm not really interested in this. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of times where, she, like, her match with, like, Charlotte, that put Charlotte on the map, like, Natalia's at that point now where she's in there to put other people over. And she does a, she does a great job of that. But I, I got to go with Gail. All right. Well, I am going to go with Natalia. Um, only because I think, like you said, she does a great job of, um, kind of working for the company, working for the for the other person. Um, not the greatest wrestler in my opinion, but is part of one of the greatest families of wrestling. 
um, and therefore is is better than most. Um, but again, not my not my normal favorite, but Natalia is my pick because we've gone separate ways. Randy has chosen Gail Kim as well, and uh, Gail Kim moves on to the next round. Next one is Carmella versus Kimberly. I have a feeling I know where you're going with this. Um, I liked I liked Carmella when she was with Enzo and and Cass. I thought she was a good. She played that Long Island <laughs> type uh, pretty well. Um, she went to URI, right? So she's kind of a yeah mm-hmm. a Rhode Island native uh, kind of. Um, and when she was women's champ that first time. I thought she had a great run with that and just played to her strengths. Kimberly on the independent scene, um, fantastic. Uh, I love watching her matches. I uh, just watched her and Joey Janela um, tear it up at Beyond Wrestling. And, um, yeah, she can take a, she takes a beating. Uh, and I wish she got more of a shot on the bigger stage. I'm going with Kimberly. All right, I'm going to go with Carmella. Um, I think Carmella, like you said, the two two major points would be when she was with Enzo and Cass, and then when she uh, was with uh, what's that what's that small dude's name? Uh, James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. That was, um, that was great. I actually did like that storyline a lot. I don't know Kimberly at all, so I'm going with Carmella. Uh, Randy has chosen to go with Kimberly as well, so Kimberly moves on to. I'm not the saying next that round. I've been paying paying Randy, but <laughs> I have a feeling. Well, he's your friend, so. Yeah. Um, Next one, Beth Phoenix versus Ember Moon. Oh, I want to punch you in the throat for this one. I randomized it. It's not my fault. Uh, maybe. Well, I, I'm going to say you because Randy's still on my side. Um, I wish Ember got the chances that she deserves. You know, she's got some injuries going on, too, because um, I feel like Ember should be a bigger deal than she than she is. Uh, I'm going with Beth Phoenix. She's a pioneer and just always have great matches. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get deeper into reasons, but Beth Phoenix for sure. Um, great commentator right now on, on NXT. Um, you know, youngest person to ever be indi- inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, the fact that I think, wasn't she the first, was she one of the first women in the Royal Rumble? I know maybe China was, but I think, I think Beth, Phoenix, Beth Phoenix was in it twice, right? Uh, <laughs> it's good. She made the Hall of Fame in 2017, Divas champ once, women's champ three times. Um, so, yeah, uh, there she goes. Uh, next up, we have Shotzi Blackheart from NXT versus Victoria. That's an uh, odd pairing. It is. I like Shotzi a lot. I think she's finding her way in NXT, but I got to go with Victoria. Loved loved her um, wherever she went. She had some cool moves. The Widow's Peak was just a... Killer, killer finisher. Um, she played that like crazed kind of lunatic. Just yeah, she she was awesome. I love Victoria. She's come a long way. She was one of the Godfather's hosts uh, back in the day. Um, I was too. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's tough because I don't. I, I did watch Victoria back in the day. She's done a lot, obviously, um, in wrestling. Uh, she was PWI Woman of the Year in 2004. Um, she's done a lot more in TNA um, recently, right? I, I think, but um, I'll, I'll go with Victoria too on this one. Okay. Just because I don't want to argue with you. <laughs> Get Randy involved. <laughs> Randy. Um, 
Next one is uh, Io Shirai versus China. Ooh. This one was a tough one. I mean, China is like the pioneer of women's wrestling. But if you think back, like, did she have any, like, classics? Um, no. No, no, no. Again, but but the character was there. I mean, she didn't have to say or do much. She was just that imposing figure and drew that attention. Um, but I'm going with Io Shirai here. Uh, she just impresses me so much. She is just one of the best moonsaults I've ever seen. The character that she has right now, like that entrance. When you told me, like, because I was kind of like fan out of NXT, and you're like, you got to see Io Shirai's entrance. And I, I saw that. I got chills, man. Like, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I was like, wow. Uh, I was I was totally drawn in to what she had to do when she didn't step in the ring yet. Yeah, uh, it's hard because, like you said, China is probably the most famous name in women's wrestling, uh, even though, quite honestly, she wasn't a very good wrestler. Um, she had a couple matches with Jericho, but the only reason those were good is because Jericho was in it, um, and he kind of held her through it. Um, she was definitely a moments person more than she was an actual good wrestler. So because of that, I'm going to go with Io Shirai. Obviously, I agree with all, all the stuff you said about Io Shirai, too. Great wrestler. Um, has a huge future, even though she's been around for like 13 years um mm-hmm. but we're just seeing her you know for the what the last three years with may young and nxt uh next we have candace LeRae and bailey this one's a sad one for me yeah i i mean i love candace LeRae, um but i gotta give it to bailey uh, you know i bailey was kind of always that the fourth horsewoman you know mm-hmm. of the group um which uh, maybe that's maybe that's a little unfair, but they're not saying that anymore. I mean, I'm not really watching it too much right now, but I'm reading it, and it's <laughs> it's Bailey. You know, she's she's run the show, um, so I'm giving it to Bailey. Yeah, I agree. Um, Candice LeRae is one of my favorite on NXT right now. Um, the stuff she's doing with Johnny Gargano um, is is losing it for me. I think she's kind of a terrible actress when it comes to some of the stuff they're doing with Johnny. Um, but uh, Bailey, Bailey's never been a great talker, but since she turned heel, she got a ton of confidence. Um, the stuff with her and, and Sasha has been great. I'm hoping we get another Sasha Bailey feud here. I know they're setting up for it with um, her taking out uh, Sasha recently. Um, and they had amazing matches in NXT. So I, I'm hoping they'll do that again uh, on the big stage. So Bailey moves on. Next up, we have Zelina Vega versus Nikki Bella. Um, I think Zelina is is pretty dang good in the ring, and her character, I mean, she she can talk. Um, I'd put her up there as one of the better managers probably in a long time. Um, but again, I, I'm going to give it to Nikki Bella. Um, as much as her, you know, the other stuff, like the... <laughs> Her other shows, I don't watch any of that, and that would probably draw me probably more away from Nikki. But inside the ring, um, she's she's really well put together. Um, probably that like from a from a wrestling standpoint, like dude, her her elbow that she gives, just that forearm, oof, like knock people's heads off. I've I've literally like jumped out of my couch. Like some sometimes I've seen her hit it. Like yeah, 
that's like a Masawa type type uh, forearm right there. So I'm going with Nikki. Now I just want to point out we're about to move Nikki Bella over, even though she won worst feud of the year in 2014, worst right. feud of the year in 2015, and the worst worked match of the year in 2013. But All I right, agree. But, yeah. Uh, Zelina's great. Zelina's actually one of my favorite up and comers, but she's up and coming. I, I just not enough stuff for me. Yeah, she hasn't she hasn't really been put into that position yet. You know, she, I know she's got an upcoming feud with Asuka, so you know maybe that will change some minds. I am super excited about that. I think I think Zelina coming back to wrestling is 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 going to be really really good. Yeah. Um, but I I, I say also Nikki Bella not my favorite of the two. Uh, Brie is actually my favorite. Um, but Nikki Nikki is obviously very very good. Uh, next up we have AJ Lee and Piper Niven. Not fair, I think, in this one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with AJ Lee just from the character standpoint, everything. Um, I like Piper. Um, you know, over on NXT UK, probably one of the best women's wrestlers over there. But again, really hasn't been given much opportunity, especially with the COVID shutdown. So, excuse me, I'm going with AJ. Yeah, AJ Lee for me too. When I got back into wrestling in 2012... She was on the roster. Um, her and Paige there uh, when Paige debuted. Uh, huge moment uh, for me in women's wrestling. So um, she had a great um, talk. Uh, she talked very well, unlike me currently. Um, <laughs> she talked good. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I so say AJ words. Lee. Uh, AJ Lee is moving on to the second round. So next up, we have Ivelisse versus Rhea Ripley. Ivelisse has really like sh- has had sh- really short runs in companies, so mm-hmm. hasn't really gotten that opportunity to kind of shine. So, where Rhea, the first time I saw her on the May Young Classic, I didn't know who the hell she was. And again, she was somebody who, before she stepped in the ring, I was like, "That's a star." Um, I just felt like she had something, and um, yeah, she's <laughs> she definitely does. She's great. She came in, I think, on the Mayon Classic with a different um, look. a different look. And then when she came back with the more hardcore look, I thought that caught my eye. Um, yeah. She became the NXT UK Women's Champion. Um, I th- was that over Tony Storm? I can't remember. Um, I think I was mad that she beat Tony Storm because I was really <laughs> I was really hoping Tony Storm would win. But um, been great on NXT, so um i'm gonna go with Rhea ripley too ivelisse um uh, was on the list for me because of her lucha underground um stint which i i loved uh lucha underground for a short period of time that they were around <laughs> um at this rate i think we're gonna we've got five more uh and i think we're gonna call it a day uh for the first round uh podcast here uh the second uh podcast will probably uh finish everything because we've cut it in half now um, so we talk too much you talk too much. Man, you never <laughs> shut up. Shout out to Botchamania, Botchamania.com. Hopefully we can get them as a sponsor in the future because they're let's great. Get, let's get yeah. Matthew on here. Matthew. Uh, Jordan Grace versus Chris Statlander. That's a hard one for you. This, this is because, you know, again, being a big indie watcher, um, both both these gals were the elite Um and I like both a lot. They're both on my list. However, I'm going to go at Chris Statlander. Uh, she's done a lot in a small amount of time. 
Um, and I think she's the sky's the limit for her. Oh man. Um, and whatever I like you say, Grace. I won't. I won't be mad because I like both a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. I like Jordan Grace. I've seen a couple of things that she's done. Um, personal opinion: I think Chris Statlander's character is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, just what AEW's done to her. Is it okay? If it's an yeah. AEW thing, then that's fine. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't come off very well on on the big screen. I mean, like you said, she's accomplished, I think, probably more than Jordan Grace has due to just experience. Um, so I, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Chris Adler to make it easy. Forced you into that one. Next one's a tough one, I think, for everyone. Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus. No, it's not a tough one for me. I'm going with Trish. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I like Alexa. Um, I feel like Trish is the better wrestler in the ring, and she had some pretty crazy storylines and she always played them well um i think alexa's super talented as well um so i'm not using that as a cop-out but i just feel like trish was the better overall package and she can keep coming back and look like she almost never left you know like she doesn't lose a step well this podcast might be over before it started um <laughs> i am gonna say alexa bliss by far uh trish stratus great obviously i'm not going to say she's not amazing hasn't had a huge run still on today probably could return tomorrow and still do her thing um she was never my thing um i never liked her mcmahon stuff uh the storyline with mcmahon i think i think she was part of that atrocious linda mcmahon in a wheelchair at wrestlemania storyline which was not trish's fault but um yeah I, alexa bliss by far just listen to her uncool uh podcast today with the miz um if you if you want to check that out on spotify but um i'm gonna go with alexa bliss for sure um for me she's been in a lot of firsts so is trish stratus but um alexa bliss has been in some late uh lately um firsts uh, which i cannot think of any at this point but i know I'm she text, has texting randy right now yes so uh randy has decided alexa uh, is moving on. He finally sided with me. All right, Randy. It's all right. Um, it's all right. So that's good. So sadly, I, I don't know how we did it, but we just kicked Tristratus out of the uh, first round. In the first sorry. round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't seem fair. That doesn't well, seem good. I mean, the the lit, this talent list is pretty crazy. It is, but I just want to point out that that Kimberly and Naomi are in the second round, and Tristratus is not. Doesn't make sense, but that's okay. Next up, we have Kyrie Sane and Bianca Belair. This is a hard one for me. Two NXT mainstays. I'm going with Kyrie. I feel like she's just more consistent. Um, and I don't know what the hell they're doing with Bianca Belair. She has, she she could be so much more in WWE. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but she's got tons of potential. Super strong. I saw her deadlift a woman that she was facing off the ground over her and press slammed her. I've never seen anybody do that in the ring before. Uh, that was something that I was <laughs> just blown away. Her athleticism is just second to none. But Kyrie Sane, you put her in there against anybody, she's going to have a great match. Yeah, that's true. When I saw her in the Mae Young Classic um and that elbow, probably the best elbow in the business. Yeah. Um, I mean, up there. Like, Macho Man, 
Shawn Michaels, Kyrie Sane. Like it's she's up there. Like I've never seen an elbow like that. The elbow alone puts her on this list. Um, Bianca Belair is a better character, uh, a better talker. Um, partly because of the you know the the English uh, <laughs> issue, um, and Kyrie Sane has left. Um, yeah. WWE is of late. Um, so I don't know what she's going to be doing next. Uh, the Kabuki Warrior thing was horrendous, in my opinion. Um, but everything she did in NXT was was great. Um, so I'll agree. Let's go with Kyrie Sane. Uh, next is Mandy Rose versus Sasha Banks. Uh, Sasha, Sasha Banks. Banks. Yeah. Um, That's not hate for Mandy Rose. No, no. It doesn't no, make no. sense. Um, man, I hated her guts, though, on Tough Enough, Mandy. I remember uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. And then she stuck around. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Like She proved me wrong. Like, maybe they made her be that that character, which is probably more likely. Like, um, But Sasha Banks, I mean, I don't think I really need to say much. Uh, she's had so many classics and um, held pretty much every belt. So, if yeah. not all. Yeah. yeah, I won't even talk about Sasha, right? I mean, she's she deserves, you know, to be on the list. Mandy Rose... Uh, no hate for her. She, um, I think, was was saved by the Miz uh, during Tough Enough, which caused some controversy between the Miz and Paige, maybe. Uh, and I remember watching watching uh, Daniel Bryan. Danny Bryan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so all that's great. I love uh, Mandy Ro- uh, Mandy Rose and Otis. Uh, that whole storyline is hilarious. Uh, it's great. Um, no, they just broke it up. Did they? they moved her over to Raw. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, I liked that anyway. Why, when you have something good, why keep it around? It, they'll probably move Otis <laughs> over too. Um, but anyways, yeah. So, so Sasha Banks moves on. And finally, last round, uh, or last uh, bracket of the round, Brie Bella versus Brandy Rhodes. Uh, I already know what you're gonna say, and I'm gonna say the same thing. Brie Bella. Um, I I just haven't seen it yet with Brandy Rhodes in the ring. You know, she's trying. She's trying a lot of different characters and stuff, but uh, she can talk. I mean, she can definitely, definitely talk, but I feel like from an in-ring standpoint and just, um, yeah, I'm going with Brie. Yeah, um, Brandy Rhodes is on here partly because of her role in AEW um, and her talking ability. I have never been um, caught by her in-ring ability. Um Brie Bella, uh, I think, is the better of the Bella twins. Um, and I watched the the Bella show, or whatever it was, Total Bellas or whatever. Um, and her and Daniel Bryan, um, I, I just I, I like them a lot. Um, so I, I just I've always liked Brie outside of the ring. Um, so at this rate, I'll go with Brie as well. That was a tough first so, round. It was. That catches us up. We are now. Uh, at the top 32, uh, which is half of what we started with. Again, uh, if you're you're liking what you're hearing, uh, feel free to reach out at facebook.com slash hello. Um, we'll also have a YouTube. Uh, I, I was going to say, I want to hear what if people are agreeing or disagreeing, because, you know, there'll be both. Yep. They can tell us how we're stupid and, uh, you know, oh, I can't believe you voted Trish Stratus out because this is so real and. Bro, yeah, come so on, man. Reach out to us. We don't have a YouTube as of the time we are recording this, but obviously that's where we'll put this out. So you will have already seen it. Bro, so. you don't even have a YouTube set up? Come on, it's so easy. You just register and you put your name in. You just put videos up. Come on. 
uh, hit us up uh, on on Facebook or on YouTube uh, to let us know what other podcast uh, subjects you want us to go into. I can tell you now, we have ideas of going into uh, 90s TV shows, uh, 90s movies, um, you know, our favorite kids movies, our favorite horror movies, our favorite dramas, whatever. Uh, we'll get into music for sure, hip-hop, rap uh, of the 90s is a big one. R&B uh, was big for me. Um and uh, and wrestling for sure. So if you're not a wrestling fan, uh, stay tuned. We'll definitely tough hit nuggies. up. You what is it? I said tough nuggies. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's it. Thank you for joining us uh, at the You Dad Me at Hello. It took us a long time to come up with that podcast name. Everybody is a dad on podcasts, I guess. So uh-huh. it took us a long time to figure that's that all out. All we but, got to do. Yeah. Um, but anyways, thanks for joining us. Have a good night. We'll see you next time. Next episode. Peace.